0: Hello, thoughts. Imagine you step into a room, it's solid white, it's empty. Besides a large hourglass hanging from the middle of the ceiling, and all along the perimeter of this room, at your eye level, are photographs. You begin to walk through and look at the photos. These photographs are candid photos of yourself up against the worst moments of your life. Behind the last photo you stare at through your water-filled eyes, you notice there's a crack in the wall. You remove the photo to find a tiny door. At your feet, you see a tiny key You pick it up and stare at the key with your eyes crossed it's so small. You look at the door, you look at the key, you turn around, you see the room again. Suddenly it feels so bright, almost blinding. You contemplate, do I use this key? You look up at the hourglass above you. You see the sand pouring with no pause in sight. You decide, ah, fuck it. Let's open it up. There's nothing left to see here. You open it, you take a peek, and through the keyhole, there you see yourself. The best version of you on the other side of that fucking door. You seem so far in the distance, but at the same time within reach. It's hard to leave the room, but you realize you can also never unsee the truth you found about yourself in that fucking room. So it's worth a fucking shot. To me, that's what recovery is like. You're in a room, meaning your mind, with solid white walls, bare, lonely, no distractions, No color, lifeless. Photographs represent, you know, the evidence that you're a complete fucking mess. And of course, they have to surround the room because it feels like there's endless amounts to reflect on. And they're positioned just at eye level, just for you, because there's no looking away. It's right there in front of your face. And the hourglass, my favorite, is your lifespan in a in a very visual way. You know, it's not it's not just a clock, it's it's the hourglass. So you could see it all. You see the entire time lost and the time that's left. And and looking through that tiny keyhole you see yourself on the other side you see the happiness or or the possibility of being content with yourself and the door of course is so tiny because it it would take an absolute miracle to get yourself through it recovery it's it's interesting and I'm sure any type is interesting. Of course, there's many stages and many types and people go through all different battles and and obstacles in recovery. But at some point, to me, recovery means that you have this heightened stage of awareness that you are, are really looking at yourself and there's no longer the ability to bury it with denial denial our best friend right the one you lean on to keep yourself protected she really she really cares for you I'm sorry if you've had to be in that room surrounded by your struggles and 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 your addictions and your just all the self-battles and I, I'm sorry if you're in it right now, and 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 I'm sorry if you're making your way toward that room. It it's very hard. I spoke out, you know, on my podcast about my eating disorder. Um, this podcast is about people and and their lives, and I I thought it would be a good thing for me to speak about myself it's something I don't do very often and apparently I'm growing very comfortable with and also I was hoping that I could potentially help help someone even if it's just one person to relate to to uh, give a little perspective to and I Once I put this out, it was nice to see, you know, some people had reached out to me and they just said beautiful words that they were proud that I had the ability and the courage to come forward and and say, you know, my struggles. And it was very nice to hear. And it was also great to hear people opening up to me about their own stories, because that's kind of why... One of the reasons I put it out there, it's important. It's important to lean on other people and be able to reflect on yourself and and have someone to relate to. I wonder, you know, if I had that as a child, if I had someone that I knew was kind of battling the same things that I was or going through it or had gone through it in the past, I wonder if it would have been a little different for me. Because when you're going through these things, you feel very, very alone. I, maybe because your feelings are just so amplified, you know, that, that depressed feeling or whatever it is, what addiction or self-harm, whatever the case is. Everything's so amplified in your mind. So I think it leaves you feeling very lonely. Um, yeah, I, I wonder if I had that you know, I had people in my life, but I didn't feel like they understood. You know, that's another thing when you're going through these things and everyone around you is not, which is a, a wonderful thing. But no one that you know is going through the same thing. So you you feel this kind of loneliness or that they don't understand what they can't possibly understand what you're going through. Right. Um, And I wonder if that would have felt a little different for me. So in my attempt to share what I, I had gone through and what I still kind of pushed through is the attempt of, of me being a shoulder for someone. I was looking at photos of myself as a kid, and at first it's like, oh, so cute, so cute. And then the memories start rushing back of, of how I felt and and it's that's one of the hardest things for me um thinking about just my journey and, and my my self struggle self harm uh is is looking at that little person you know looking at how long it's taken me to get to where i am and how much time was lost and i think that's one, it is one of the hardest things um, in my thought process of recovery is how much time was spent feeling some type of way. You, you have all these beautiful moments too throughout your lifetime, even if you are struggling, but that that blurred vision, you know, could, it could have been so much clearer and, and happier without that chunk of heart missing, you know, all that self-hate. When you're young, you you do most things in the now. You're not really considering how much time am I going to spend, you know, not being happy with myself or struggling with this addiction or whatever. You're just kind of focused in the now. When you have thoughts about the future and you're struggling with those things, it's mostly you know, uh, am I ever going to get past these things? No, you know, you're feeling so negative about yourself that you can't possibly think about changing your mindset or working on that. So when I have that thought about time and how much that matters, you know, and I wish I understood that it mattered, we're given this life, right? And, and, your young mind can't really process the fact that it goes so fast. And, and we, we have no clue that it happens in a blink of an eye. All of a sudden you're 30, 40, 80, if, if you're lucky, I guess, right? And uh, you, you never know what tomorrow holds and even the next second. And, and and i wish i really understood that i don't really know if it's even a possibility to understand that when you're when you're in that hopeless depressed mindset you know you, you don't really even care about getting to tomorrow many times you're even wishing it away so maybe maybe it's it's unachievable to connect with someone on that level when they're feeling that way i don't know but if I could stress anything to my younger self, I think it would be that time moves so quickly and, and uh, to spend all that time despising yourself or harming yourself or uh, you're the only one you have to live with the whole way through. You can have bits and pieces of happiness within other people. I mean, I have that, so much of my life and I'm forever grateful for it but regardless you are the one living with yourself so changing those thought patterns really really are just so important and it's something I'm working very hard at even still to this day but life is hard it's hard as fuck and to be devoured by that that self-hate or self-harm. It it just makes everything else so much more challenging. But I'm saying that and I know that it's not just so simple. Trust me, I know. But you are worth fighting for if you're feeling that way. You're worth it. I spent over about two decades almost, you know, not believing that that's true. And physically and emotionally, mentally harming myself. And although I still have to whip my ass into shape with that and correct my thoughts, I I now know that it's worth correcting. And I'm grateful for that. A couple years ago, I thought I was in a pretty good place. And I had this woman who... Beautiful woman, you know, in her 60s, probably. And she was looking through a magazine, and the whole time was spent comparing herself and criticizing herself and having these awful things to say. And I was just kind of taken back and just in a moment where I was just focused on what this woman was saying. Uh, Sometimes we miss those moments, but I was really like honing in on on onto what she was saying. And it really gave me a lot of perspective in that moment. I realized there is no way in hell I actually refuse to be in my 60s feeling this type of way about myself. I just refuse I, I felt sorry for her but I also knew you know she was just doing that banter that we all have come very not all of us but many of us are just comfortable with with those you know those self-hate words that we we just spit out even in public you know we just feel this way so we just kind of spit it out and she was just at herself and, and that's not cool. You know, we're in such a routine of doing it, we don't even notice we do it. And I really think that she was just bantering. Maybe some of it she actually feels, maybe some of it she doesn't. She's just going, going for it. Because it's funny to, to ridicule yourself and it's, it's comfortable to pick on yourself, right? But she was doing all that and for me it just ha- it was a moment of of clarity like I am not going to do that I can't I can't do it and I thank her for that moment because I was definitely better off in a better place no longer purging and blacking out with alcohol and you know I was definitely on the road to recovery but my mind was still very abusive and and that's in my opinion almost just as powerful as actions you know your mental health if you're just constantly whipping your ass you know with your words it, it feels just about the same so you know in that moment of her giving me that clarity it really kind of launched me into this place where I'm like I can't be this way I can't have this mindset because I've worked on the other stuff but I can't be this toxic to my my mind so it's still a battle and it's hard as hell to keep in check I mean I uh, anybody who's dealing with those kinds of thoughts um, for that long it's it's something that you're unable to completely shake at least at least for me i'm speaking like i'm speaking for everyone and that's not that's not how it should be but you know i it's hard to completely shake so you do have to keep yourself in in check um but it kind of helped me realize you got to do the work now because i just cannot be that age having spent from eight years old till 60 plus feeling some type of way about myself it really put it into perspective of like a timeline for me and I'm like okay I, got, I gotta I got do the rest of the work I'm very happy that I continue to work on myself because it, it's a very exhausting but now more than ever just what's happening in the world and 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 just this weird state that we're all in is is exhausting on its own so you know I my heart goes out to people who are struggling with all this during such an odd time um but don't feel hopeless you know don't let this stand in the way of your self-healing. If you're feeling, you know, just horrible or dealing with addiction and, and all these things, remember to try because you are worth it. And, and the time is now. You know, we, we can easily put things on the back burner um, and lean into our best friend denial but the time is now so reach out and and you know when you when you do reach out I I'm just my advice is that you also understand that the the heavy lifting is up to you and that's okay because you are strong I promise you you know, going through all of those things and and the things I you could possibly be going through, in in such weakness, there really is strength, um, and and when you fight through and you fucking break the wall and get this find your way through that tiny door onto the other side of of possibility and 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 self-worth and and comfort within yourself when you fucking plow through that door it will be worth it and you will have you know understanding that maybe other people don't have and there are still things to be so proud of you know um Having understanding and empathy and all those things, you've experienced hell. And with that, you will shine. You know, you just have to have to do that heavy lifting and it's fucking hard. I'm not undermining anybody who's hasn't even entered the room. It's hard to get there. But it's worth it. People are amazing, and, you know, what they have to endure and climb over is impressive and encouraging. I hope that you're okay. I hope that you're hanging in there. I'm hanging in there, and I feel like it's going to be worth it, and... We're worth it. So keep your head up, and uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on on recovery for the moment. If you're someone with a story, or you just want to, you know, give give me a little little piece of something you're faced with or going through, you you can hit me up on Instagram. And share with me, I'm, I, you know, that's what I'm about. It it helps me talk to people. So uh, hopefully, hopefully I can help in some way. Cheers to you.